What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Kev on stage with the lovely and luxurious Miss Kev on stage. And it's time for Love Hour with the Stages. Real quick, want to let you guys know something. This is not a YouTube video. This is a podcast. We are officially on iTunes. Woo! Clap it up. Many of you have been asking, can you record this, Kev? Can you make this a video? This is not a video. This is a podcast that we are placing on YouTube because that's where most people know me from. So right now, the link in the description below will take you to our podcast on iTunes where you can find today's episode and the brand new episode. So what we're going to do is place the latest episode on the, on the podcast on iTunes and then the week after that, it'll come up on YouTube. So if you want to be up to date and ahead of time, download the podcast on iTunes because it's about to get real in these streets in 2015. Ladies and gentlemen, my lovely wife, Miss Kev on stage, a.k.a. Melissa Fredericks, a.k.a. Toledo, Ohio's finest, is going to... Toledo, Ohio, where she's born. Uh, she's going to kick us off with the first topic of the day. Take it away, beautiful. But, Kev, before we start, you keep changing the name of the thing. It's Love Hour. Oh. The Love Cast. No, but then you said Love Hour with the stages today. Okay. Final, once and final. I've been hashtagging Love Hour, Love Cast. Love Hour is the name of it. This is not a podcast. It's a love cast. It's a love cast entitled Love Hour. The Love Hour Love Cast. The Love Hour Love Cast. You don't like it. It's too much. (laughs) It's too much. We're going to call this Love Hour. The Love Hour Cast. No, the Love Hour cast is weird. No, no, it's not because you have Love Hour Live, you have Love Hour when you do your rants on Twitter, and then you have the Love Hour Love cast, which is a podcast. Okay, the Love Hour Love cast. What? It only took three episodes to figure out what our title was going to be. Tell us what you think. Love Hour Love cast. we don't know. We need hashtagable things. That's the problem. I hashtag Love Hour Love cast. Is L- that two hashtags or one? No, it's one. Hashtag Love Hour, hashtag L-H-L-C. Love cast. L-H-L-C. That's... <laughs> Oh, one hashtag, Love Hour Love Cast. Yes. Okay, but the that's love, so long. The Love Hour, the Love Hour Love Cast. But I don't think anybody else is well, doing it. That's exactly. So it should be. Is that all us? Yeah. Okay. Love Hour Love Cast is all us. There's nobody on Instagram that has it. I don't think there's anybody on Twitter that has it. No, Love Hour Love Cast. Okay. Love Hour is used on Twitter, and that's not us. I bet you Love Hour Lovecast is not used without us. So let's take a look. Love Hour Lovecast has never been tweeted. Okay, people. Love Hour Lovecast. Our official hashtag. Official hashtag. I feel official. On the set. Cuz. Okay. On Crip. Love Hour Lovecast family. I gotta download Twitter again. No, you don't have to. Just use Instagram. Okay. So today's topic is... About sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> shout so, out to Salt and Pepper. Salt, shout indeed. Shout out to Salt and Pepper. Um, so I'm going to read a question from our listeners, and it is <laughs> seriously: Do men think about sex all the time? Yes. I can barely get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom without hubby looking for some loving. Sometimes it's cute, but sometimes a chick just wants to go to the potty and go to sleep. So, do men think about sex? All of the time? Let's define all the time first. All the time is all the time. God is good. All the time. Think about sex all the time. No, that's just wrong. Okay, we're going to keep it 100 on the Love Hour Love Cast. Hashtag Love Hour Love Cast on Instagram and Twitter. (laughs) We're going to keep it 100. Um, Here's what I'll say. 
a large portion of men think about sex a large portion of the time. Okay. Okay. I don't want to say all because there's no absolutes in anything. And sometimes men or sometimes women do what you think men do. As for me and my house, (laughs) think about sex a lot. Thought about sex three times this morning before I had been awake an hour. Two. Yeah. I wanted to do an experiment this morning to see how much he'd think about it, but he didn't want to partake in my I didn't want to partake in it because I didn't want to give it up how much I think about sex, but I'll do it. How about I, I'll do it for next week's podcast? I will. I mean, Lovecast. I will. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. I think about. Here's. Okay. Here's how it works. At least with me and probably other men like me. I'm sure me and Ann Jay have had some conversations like this when we've been on the road a lot. We think about the future chances we have of having sex with our wife. Probably most. Not like the act of sex. It's like, okay, we had sex on Friday night. Tonight, what do we have? Um, movies late. We have a late movie. Probably not going to get none. Sunday night, if I'm in home by 6, might have a chance. <laughs> Plotting out the rest of the week. Tuesday looks good. Thursday, maybe. Depending on how late we stay up watching Scandal and or How to Get Away with Murder. So we're more plotting than just like actually thinking about the physical act of sex. At least in my case. Um, I don't know about all the time. A lot of the time though. A lot of the time. A lot of time. But then again, like when I'm at work, I'm not like, oh, sex, sex, sex. Spreadsheet, spreadsheet, sex, sex, sex. <laughs> you know, it's not like a huge... <laughs> Huge thing, but it will come into your mind randomly and often. Unless your wife's on her period, then you know, okay, well, I won't. My, well, she started Monday, let's say, like maybe by Sunday, Monday, Tuesday from now. Um, but for the most part, I, I, I hate to break it to you. It's absolutely 100% true. It's not all we think about, but it is something we think about a lot of times. And... Uh, and also, and Liz, you can probably attest to this, if you get up and go to the bathroom and I'm awake now, I'm going to take my shot. <laughs> I'm going to take my shot. Yeah, but what did she say? Sometimes a chick just wants to go to the potty. What did she say? That's it. Sometimes a chick just we wants to go to the potty, potty and go back to sleep. And go to sleep. Amen, sister potty. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard because, you know, I feel like it's not even, you know, it's not even conscious. You know what I mean? Well, it's the way that you're wired. So get into your facts that you found. Okay, out so there's the myth. There's this myth that, and I have, I had heard this a lot actually. There's this myth that men think about sex every seven seconds. So we did a little research, and if that were true, that would mean we think about sex 500 times an hour and more than 8,000 times during a 16 the 16 hours you're awake, and that's just ludicrous. Not the rapper, the word, and um. <laughs> So we did more research, and, and the seven uh, second thing comes from Kinsey researchers. But let's give you some more hard—no uh, pun intended—hardcore uh, facts. Um, researchers did some study, and it found that forty percent of men, forty fifty-four percent of men, said they think about sex several times a day. Forty-three percent responded a few times per week or just a few times per month, and four percent said less than once a month. Meanwhile, nineteen percent of women said they think about sex every day or several times a day. responded a few times per week or a few times per month. And 14% said less than once a month. So if we average that out, that means a man thinks about sex about 19 times per day or once every 1.26 hours. 
And to compare that to what other things men think about, the next thing is food 18 times and sleeping 11 times. Women, it is sex 10 times, food 15 times, and sleeping 8.5 times a day. So, Liz, how often do you think about sex? I would probably fall in the um, a few times a week category. Actually, I might fall into the few times a month category. Well, no, I would say it's more than a few times a month, but less than a few times a week. I don't really know. How to so, say like it. once a week? Yeah, more like that. Now, what is that thought for you? Depends. Man, once I, a week? Well, and yeah, I don't. I wouldn't say it's that much, or I mean, I wouldn't say it's any more or less than that. I okay. mean, you know, on average. Right. But I would say that um, if you just stay right there for a moment, that. Um, that bring that's why for women it feels like it's every second of every day. Why? Because your numbers are exponentially higher than it is for women. Yeah. If you fall onto the like me or maybe even once a month or whatever have you, then it's gonna feel like it's exponentially Because it's more. almost like ten to one. If I'm yeah, thinking about exactly. it nineteen times per day or ten ten times per day and you're thinking about it once a week, that means it's, it's 10 to 1. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking about it 10 times more often than you are. Right. So even if your man only acts on that half of the time, it's, it's still, still five times right. more likely. And that's why it feels like so much more. So obviously, it's not true that it's, um, what did you say? All the time, every day. But it, it feels that way because we're just so, we're wired so differently and we're on polar opposites of the spectrum. Absolutely. Opposite ends on the spectrum. And the thing is, your husband cannot even, or, or man, I don't know if you guys are shacking up out there, we're just going to keep it honest for everybody, <laughs> but your your husband, or at least for men, for me, you, I cannot be thinking about sex, right? And say I'm reaching for something in the cabinet and Melissa grazes past me, in front of me, I'm now thinking about sex. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I wasn't thinking about sex and I'm just like, did she do that on purpose? Oh, you know what? <laughs> I don't even know what I was thinking about anymore. <laughs> I would like to go into the bathroom and, and minister to her in, in the biblical way. Know her biblically. So that's a lot of times what happens. And your wife doesn't even mean anything by that. You could just be like looking at her and be like, dang, she looks good. Sex now, please. <laughs> like I sometimes feel like it's very caveman-like. It is. It's very caveman-like. Um, you know, we keep this 100 on this on this love cast, right? We don't... Then kids... Keep it 100, Kev. But, kids but, tune but, away. But, 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 with tact. Okay. With tact. Okay. You can wake up in the middle of the night, 2 o'clock in the morning, your wife is completely asleep, and for no reason, uh, your reproductive member is, like, already thinking about sex while you're asleep, and then you're like, hmm, is she asleep or is she sleep sleep? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, sometimes it's like, on a subconscious level, to wake up with your member, uh... In, uh, disrespecting you, I should say. We got to come up with some code words. Yes, you do. What's the flagpole when it's at uh, half staff? What's it when it's all the way full staff? Sure, full staff, half staff. When your me- when your members at full staff, then now you're thinking about sex, and your wife literally is thinking about REM sleep, and you're like, hmm, man. I think I feel like that's physiology. Absolutely. I was just going to say we're just we're just wired differently. Men and women are just plain and simple, simply wired differently so um those are kind of the background facts and then she had a part b of her question and she says how can i turn down sex without making my husband feel rejected sometimes he pouts but i'm tired and not in the mood and we discussed this because i came to the conclusion that the very nature of turning down sex is a rejection so i don't know that there is a way to turn it down without 
your husband feeling rejected, but I don't know if Kevin came to a different conclusion. I wish I could give you something that would make you feel better, but there's really no way you can turn your husband down without making him feel rejected. And here's why. When your husband is thinking about asking you for sex, he already is thinking more than likely she's going to say no. So in his mind, he's prepared for rejection. So when you do say no, you're really just confirming the rejection he was already prepared for. It's like when you're a little kid and you're like, I want to ask my mom for McDonald's. You know, for the most part, your parents are going to say no. And at one time they're like, eh, fine. Then you're like, oh my God, they said yes. You know what I mean? And sometimes that's what it feels like for sex. It's not as dramatic as that. But for the most part, I, I would I would I would venture to say your husband is expecting you to say no. So when you say no, he's going to feel rejected because here's what happens. Right. You have this physical thing that's going on in your body. And you're just like, you know, pent up energy, sexual tension. And when you say no, your wife, that energy doesn't go anywhere for your husband. It's very difficult to like now be like, oh, OK, I'm just going to go to sleep, you know, and pretend this didn't happen. It's very uh Difficult to think about anything else. It's hard to go to sleep. And, you know, it's not like, oh, I'm exhausted. Let me just fall asleep. It takes some time. So he's dealing with that rejection for, I'd say, at least 10 to 15 minutes. So um, there's 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 def- there's definitely no way. I w- here's what you don't do. Here's what how you don't make it worse, though. A lot of women are like, not, not tonight, but for sure, for sure tomorrow. So if you say things like that, your husband is like, okay, bingo. Like, I can hold out for now. But tomorrow... When tomorrow comes, like Daryl Coley said, when Sunday comes, I won't have to. So your husbands are like, for sure. And then for whatever could happen, you could have a headache. You could guys could like, you know, get shot in the arm. Your husband is expecting sex that night. I would hope if I got shot in the arm that you would be a little more. But I'll keep going. No, he's like. Take some morphine. Boy, <laughs> Take some morphine and let's get this party started. Um, no, I mean barring some unforeseen accident, but if you're just too exhausted or whatever, now he's gonna feel doubly rejected. So I would caution you against that. What I would say is this: women studies have shown. I don't know the number. We didn't do the research on this, but I I, I would venture to say men are the aggressors of sex seventy two percent of the time. Probably more than that, but yeah. 77.5%. I need specific numbers. But you don't know. 81.3%. That's it right there. 81.3% sounds good. Of sex is initiated by men. So if you know you've turned him down a couple nights, surprise him. He's watching the game. Not the game. Depends on what the game is. Regular season, maybe. (laughs) He should more than likely turn the game on. But he's just watching TV. You come out the shower butt naked, glistening. You jump on him and say, I want you right now. And then you let that happen. He's going to forget about those rejections for a little while. Because now he feels wanted. And he feels like, man, she wants me. Like, whoa. You know what I mean? So it's not going to take away the rejection feeling. But it is going to make him feel wanted. And that's really... I feel like if you're afraid of rejection, what you really want to do is feel wanted. Is rejection... Underneath the rejection is the feeling of not being wanted. Absolutely. So therefore, wanting you will over... Yes. You know what I'm trying to say? Yes. And see... The women, I think, and you can answer if I'm mistaken, but I don't think women mean to reject the man. They just don't want the act right at the moment. Well, and the other thing is that it's hard for women to understand because physiologically, is that the way to say it? That's it. You've been to college. Um, We don't have that same feeling of pent up energy. 
Right. So we can be on and off just that easy. Where for a man, once he's on, he's on and he needs to like slowly come down to a simmer. Women don't have that same, you know, our bodies are just wired differently. And so it's difficult for a woman to really truly understand that it's going to take you 10 or 15 minutes to come down. You know, you could be, oh, I'm thinking I wake up in the middle of the night like, oh, I think I want to. No, I'm too tired. And bam, I'm back to sleep. Like it can happen that quick. Yeah. For, for a man, it like just physically, it doesn't happen that way. And and because it doesn't happen that way for women, it's sometimes it's difficult to understand. So we don't really mean to reject you. It really is more about the acceptance of sleep because that sleep is <laughs> it'd be so good and if so necessary. We are keeping it 100%. I feel like the greatest obstacle to my sex is sleep. Like the fact that one of the main reasons I want to be able to work full time and you don't have to work is so you cannot be tired. <laughs> like I want a maid, I want you know a cook so that you can be like, I haven't done anything today. You want to have sex? I feel great, and I'm gonna be like, yes, because if I could double my salary and afford a maid and all that stuff, then I'd be good. But um, and here's the thing: men can be tired too, but when they but, but sex overrides right. Everything. exhaustion. Yeah. I could fall asleep, and if you're like, hey, babe, you in the mood? Yes, I am in the mood. Yeah. I haven't slept in 72 days, <laughs> but I will take this sex, and then I will go to sleep. And for women, it's not like that. No. They'll be like... Sleep, please. Yeah, you can put your arm on me if you want. But I, And see, here where y'all women mess up. I'm, I'm going to tell you where y'all mess please up. Tell us y'all trying to cuddle, and y'all try to, y'all try to scoot close and put your booty on us? Don't do that. Yeah, but sometimes we just no. want to cuddle. Y'all don't know how to just take a cuddle for what it is at face value of a cuddle. Y'all got to make a cuddle. Maybe she's secretly trying to tell me that she wants to have sex. <laughs> but she doesn't want to initiate. So she's put a little booty on me and I'm going to just... No. That's like, telling a, that's like telling a shark, I'm just going to throw this blood in the water. But I don't know if I'm going to have... There's no fish attached to this blood. Just enjoy the no, smell of blood. So I know you're hungry. You haven't eaten. You oh want to kill gosh. a dolphin. But here's some blood in the water. Just hold that over it while no, I go to everything sleep. Everything is not about sex. Sometimes we really just want to cuddle. So do we. No, but then after you guys sex. want it. No, y'all don't want to cuddle after sex. Yes, we do. Absolutely do. No, as long as you're not hurting my arm. That's my problem with cuddling. One arm goes dead. You feel great and warm. I, my arm is tingling. And I don't want... I'm wide awake, by the way. And you're snoring and like you feel great. And I feel like I'm going to be disabled by the morning. And I can't drive stick with one arm. Okay? And what if I want a fast car? I want a fast car and I can't get one because we've been cuddling and my arm fell off. Okay. <laughs> Um, so women, how do we, is that where we're going next? How do we overcome this? Yes. How do you, how do you, do you know any way? Maybe is there a way that you feel, do you, do you feel bad if you, if you're choosing sleep over sex? Do you, do you think about what the man says? No, because it is hard to understand because it's something that doesn't happen for us. Like physically, it really doesn't happen for us. So it is hard to like fully grasp that concept it's like a man trying to imagine being pregnant like you you can have like a general idea but you will never have a human being living inside of you and you will never know what that truly feels like okay so it's really just it's difficult to really i mean you can get a general like i hear you talk about it, and so of course you want to be more considerate of it but i'll never fully understand it because i'll i'll never go through it 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the tough part because you're really dealing with a physiological thing because I feel like it might have been better in the 50s and 60s when the woman stayed home and like maybe she's still exhausting though because a full-time mom job yeah, is, is that's tiring. Not, yeah, I mean you're But at least she doesn't thinking. have to get up and go to the go to work in the morning. Well, I guess technically it's I mean still she good. doesn't go clock in at a 9 to 5, but if she's maintaining the household and doing groceries and cooking dinner and helping the kids with homework and all those type of things, you could still really truly be more exhausted doing that stuff then. I tell you what, I am more exhausted. I feel more tired, tireder more tired more tired more tired yeah. um working part-time and coming home and cooking and cleaning and helping the boys with homework than i did when you were at home and i was working you know 50 55 hours a week really yeah because at least at work it's like sedentary yeah and you're it's i don't know i don't really know if i know how to explain it but i really do feel tired or <laughs> <laughs> hold on one second we're just adjusting the microphone um. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And and here's the thing about that: when I was working from home, you know, just doing YouTube videos, I took the brunt of all that work. Right. And for me, again, that's never gonna stop you from wanting. Never gonna stop me from wanting to have sex. You know what I mean? So, do you feel like we gave her a solid answer? No. We gave her the the. Um, there's really we don't believe. I mean, you can let us know your thoughts if there really is a way to. Um, well, I think we did answer the sex. first part that, that there is, that is what men think about a lot, a lot more than you. It's not well, all yeah. we think about, but it's something we think a lot more than you. Absolutely. Um, so it's going to seem like all the time, but how can I turn down sex without making my husband feel rejected? I don't think that there's a, answer. there's no easy answer for that. And we're not going to sit there and give you guys the wrong answer, but I would say that for his confidence, making him feel wanted and, you know, initiating, it's not even about getting fully dressed. And having lingerie on or anything like that. Because black women are going to have that lingerie on and still have their hair wrapped. Hello. Anyway. <laughs> but it's not even about that as much it is as it is when he's probably... If, if he happens to not be thinking about sex and you are thinking about him sexually, it's going to make him feel super confident. going to make him feel like a king. And that's going to go a long way. And I'm not, I mean, I'm not even saying this once a week. I mean, like, once or twice a month. Once a month. Do that for your man once a month and it will make him feel great and it's gonna it's gonna ease the tension but for sh- for certain don't promise sex when you can't guarantee it because i'm gonna tell you 100 percent. melissa tries god bless her heart she she has great <laughs> intentions and i'll come home and grab her or something like that she'll be like oh yeah daddy wait for tonight not daddy but oh yeah for tonight and then when tonight comes dead cold sleep <laughs> and from the moment she said oh yeah for tonight at 111 i'm like waiting for tonight oh well you will be here in my arms so i come out of the shower she sleep now we have a huge problem because <laughs> now not only am i feeling rejected because then she'll wake up like oh did i say that you know i was just playing no you weren't no you weren't because i wasn't playing so from now on when you say come on let's go right now lock the kids in the room because I don't want to miss this opportunity. And I think women do things like that with the very best of intentions. But you're better off not doing that unless you know. At the time, you do know. No, see, but that's unfair. Okay, okay, okay. No, no, they're okay, okay, because you're getting chastised. I'm not getting chastised. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. I agree with you. But it's but at the time, you're making this out to be a liar when we're really not being a liar. 
at the moment we say it, we believe in, we're honest enough to say it and believe it. We're not just like stringing you along. And then you cook, you clean, you do homework. And then next thing you know, you'd be tired. But that doesn't matter to a man. That's like telling a cop, you know, I didn't mean to rob that bank. At the time I said I'll never commit another crime. I meant that. that's, That's with intention. Like what do you, you mean? But because you'd still, you went in the bank with the intent to rob the bank. You don't like accidentally rob a bank. It's true. I was trying to think of a comeback, but I couldn't oh. think of anything. <laughs> so try not to do that because it's, it, 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 it backfired. We hereby solemnly swear to try not to do that. Yeah. Cause I, it's just, it's just. It's, it's okay, sh- women. I took the oath. She took the oath for, <laughs> for you guys. So let's. Uh, I want Lisa to touch on some advice she she was given about this uh, subject early on in our marriage. Um, that was bad advice. So here's a sometimes our tip will be here's bad advice to avoid. So one thing um, that I was told, of course, we always went to marriage counseling, this, that, and the other when we were when we first got married. And one thing that I heard was just to um, lay down and be nice. And, you know, early on in our relationship, in our marriage, I did that. And it doesn't work. No. And the reason why is because women tend to think that men just want a warm body. And while that is partly true, they also want an active participant. Absolutely. So to just lay there and let him, you know, do his thing, so to speak, and you are not engaged and you are not participating, it is not at all what the man what your spouse what your husband really indeed wants his sex life to look like so don't 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 beyond um like let's say you make the commitment you you know ooh, wait for tonight baby then you're tired and you're like oh i don't want to back out on my commitment so you just lay there honey just go to sleep and try again tomorrow and be active what would you say that that's no, better than a hundred okay so here's the thing I would rather you reject me and say not tonight than say, huh, take it. Yeah. And then just lay there like a dead fish. And, you know, like, because then you like, then the man has the problem of the phys. It serves the physiological need. Right. But it destroys the psyche. Right. Because now it's like, man, she really doesn't want me. Right. To do this. And that's still rejection. It's still rejection. Now, he's not going to turn down the opportunity for sex because he wants to feel physically. that. Physically, he's, he's going to he's going to take it. But it, but then he you know there there were times at that time in our marriage when um we would be done and I would just be like that sucked mm-hmm. that told like I would I told myself if she does this again I'm gonna turn her down because I'd rather just not it's just it's better to just say no than to give a half hearted yes you know what I mean because it makes you feel like it's not even half hearted what is it less than half it, it, it's the it's, least amount of energy yeah, you're just a robot you're just a hole. You're just a warm body. Just a warm body in a cold hole. <laughs> I, this is for not for kids. I hope the kids are not listening to this. But if you are. But no, seriously. Um, absolutely from experience. And you know what? This is the thing that's dangerous about that. You weren't the only woman sitting in the audience getting that no, advice. And it's not good advice. But but let me help you. I will help you. And this is... Um, what I think is better advice. I was talking to one of my friends. We were actually talking about exercising. And she was saying that, um, obviously, it's difficult to get up to exercise in the morning. It's not yes. what you want to do. You're laying in the bed. And your mind tells you, no, these covers are warm. 
stay in the bed with me. You want to be on this pillow. And that's hard to overcome. So what she said was she just moves and she commits her body. And eventually her mind follows. Yes. So she gets up in the morning and she says, I'm going to do this. And she gets up and she starts exercising. Before you know it, your mind is there with you and you're exercising and you're fully on engaged and you're doing your exercise. You can't really exercise unengaged anyway. Otherwise, you're just wasting your time. So I would apply that same advice when it comes to sex with your spouse. And that is women when you don't feel like it. Because a lot of times for us, like I said before, it's a mind game. Mm -hmm. You have to get out of your own mind. So if you commit your body as a willing, active Participant, living sacrifice, a living, holy, holy, and acceptable, and acceptable. <laughs> your mind will follow. Is that always true, though? Does your mind always follow? I would say yes. That's good to know. That's good. If to you're know. if you're an active, yeah. If you're just laying there and being nice, then no, because you're unengaged. You're just waiting for it to be over. Yeah, but I would say if you're um, an active participant and a willing participant, and you go in it with committing your body fully and wholly. Your, your mind will catch up. Yeah, and here's and I don't want to scare you, ladies, if you have been laying down and being nice, but you um that's a dangerous thing, and here's why: if that's the sex that your husband is getting, then he's gonna question why are we having sex like this? You know what I mean? Where whereas there's then he start to wonder, man, I can I might as well just masturbate if this is what I'm gonna get. You know what I mean? At least I feel I feel like you know you don't want to feel like I'm inconveniencing you. You know what I mean? Like, we're supposed to be married. When we were young, I promise you, I didn't know nothing. Did. I didn't know nothing from nothing. There was, I didn't either. You know? And I remember one time saying, and this is when I was feeling myself, a cocky, cocky young, what were you, 21, 20? Mm-hmm. This is probably less than two years of being married, I remember saying this. And I was like, look, man, if you're not going to give me sex, how do you expect me to go to work with these women who look good and tell them no? If this is what you're going to do, like, I don't want in it. I didn't come from a place of malice. I came from um, a place of that is malice. No, it's not. It, it's not. It's not being malicious. It's really my true thought process was I don't want to be out here thinking this with yeah, other but women. a woman. A woman takes that as a threat. It's not really a threat. No, no, no. I don't think so. No, Yes, it is. I mean, OK, maybe it's a threat, but it's not a malicious threat. How's a threat not malicious? Because it's really like what you feel. Like, I feel like malice means I mean to hurt your feelings. And that thought isn't to mean to hurt your feelings. It's a true, I am out here trying to honor my marriage. Now, mind you, this was misguided. I know. This was misguided. Your heart was in the wrong, right place. But you're, I can understand. This is truly how I'm feeling. And I'm trying to communicate this to you in the best way that I know how. Granted, it was all wrong. It was... (laughs) But I could understand that your heart truly could be in the wrong, the right place. But it was just heart in the wrong, right place. Words in mis- the wrong. Words misguided and not understanding how that comes across as but, a threat. As a threat. When you're, but you're at work and you know customers are flirting with you and things like that. You don't want to think, man. My wife don't even look at me like this. That's what I mean by um, uh, dangerous stuff. Dangerous Def- place. Def- definitely. We don't know who should talk next. <laughs> what you're telling me to you're say. pointing at the at the list, and I don't know what you what you're saying. You're saying stay here, but what? No, I wasn't saying stay here. I was saying we did that. Yeah. So we're going on to the next segment. We're having two. What do you mean? One? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. Okay. Forgive us, guys. So can you cut that out? 
No, we're just going to keep it. Yeah. No, we're going to keep it. This is real life, raw. Love our love cast. We can have mistakes. Yeah, Don't fall it. should be professional. It is professional. Professionally make mistakes. I'd rather keep it real. Okay, maybe I'll edit it out. What? So what do you want me to do? Read this question. What about... Yes. What about if you're... Okay, so we have another... Is this... Is, we're going to move on to the next segment, and it's going to be a question. We usually don't want to do two questions in one, but this one confused. this one makes sense. So the question reads, what, what about... Oh. oh, go ahead. What about if you're the female in a relationship of 12 years and have... Okay. Mm-hmm. What about if you're the female in a marriage of 12 plus, and ha- after having my second child three years ago, your husband turns down sex every time? I've stated this issue to him. However, I don't think he cares. So I'm wondering, should I stay and be unhappy or go? I feel like you should take the first crack at this. I I mean, we're going off very limited information here. But if you've already communicated this to your husband and you don't feel like he cares, I would feel like um, counseling. Try some type of counseling. Yes. I wonder... um, Let's see. I feel like the after having the second child three years ago hints at either you feel like he doesn't look at you the same mm-hmm. or you don't look at yourself Well, if, no, the same. because she's saying she's initiating and it's how I'm getting it. So that would suggest that he's not attracted to her because of possible physical changes as a result of having a child. That's what I'm saying. So oh, he okay. doesn't look at you the same. Okay. Like if he's, if he's turning you down. And this is why I say there's no 100%. There's, there's, you know, generally men ask for sex and want sex more, but it's not the case all the time. Absolutely. And there are cases when women are, you know, more sexually interested than their husband. Um, I would never just say if you're just because you're unhappy, go automatically. Absolutely. I always think that there's more than meets the eye. Generally, men are very um, unable to communicate things clearly, like my last point. Um, so it's very hard for him to say that. Now, I wonder if you've said, um, have you said to him, Hey, I feel like the, over the last couple of years, since X, Y, or Z was born, you have been less receptive to sex. Would you agree with that? Or, you know what I mean? Like, or you just saying, Hey, I've been trying to have sex with you and you keep saying no. Cause if it's well, the latter, it's to... hard to answer that yeah. without, you know, confrontation. But you also have to be sensitive to the fact that if it is physical, that's a delicate situation. Yeah. And you have to be very careful not to say, well, since you had the baby, I'm not sexually attracted to you. It, mm, sir, wrong answer. Right, right. Not after I had nine months and had this child for you. And now you're talking about you're not physically, gr- uh, sir, please get your life together. Like, that's not... You know, that's very delicate and a very sensitive area. But if she's feeling cool, like, hey, boo, come on, let's do what you do. And he's the one then, again, that's, it's one thing for a woman to feel like, oh, I feel like this, that, and the other since I had the baby. But if he's, if she's cool and he's thinking that, I mean, I don't know, that's hard, Kevin. That's hard. And it's, and it's very difficult for me to empathize with that you know just being honest because i can't envision a situation where i would be like yeah not tonight you know what i mean and i i what i would say is it's it's more than likely a symptom of an underlying issue that's true like i'm not sure what that issue is if there's you know 
I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I think um, uh, an outside party might be helpful. But sometimes your husband might clam up even more. What if you do it separate? What do you mean? Separate counseling? Yeah. Like you so you're saying send him to a counselor? No, 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 no. You could do like marriage counseling together, but then where you also meet separately, where if it is something very sensitive or something he's having a hard time, he could kind of talk through it with the professional. Mm. And then when they get back and then the professional talks to the woman, how she feels, they can kind of digest it, get them back together and kind of, you know, yeah, com- communicate on behalf of the both of them without them both saying it to each other. Yeah, because I feel like if he if he if he says something that like you said that's very hurt, harmful, then you're not even gonna want to feel like initiating it, and um and then you get a situation where neither one wants to have sex, and that's a dangerous marriage. I feel like a sexless marriage is a dangerous marriage yeah, I agree. to to be in. Like we're just you know you can go through a spout or you know you're traveling like things like that are understandable, but if we're just like not because we've had some friends who had sexless marriages for long stretches mm-hmm. of time yeah and everyone has ended up in divorce mm-hmm. eventually well because what makes a marriage different from any other relationship is the fact that you can't have sex right and if you're i know there's different levels like as far as what's you know common for each couple but if you're i mean we were listening to a podcast and they had went like six years mm-hmm. a couple of our friends had went like three and six months they only had sex a couple times that year and it's not that, and generally one of the parties is not happy with that arrangement. Right. And that's why I feel like it's a dangerous place to be in because you're sitting there like, you know, um, excuse And actually both of the, the two situations I'm thinking of both ended up with one person cheating, cheating. on the other person. Yeah. And in one person and in one situation, the man was wanting sex from the wife and, the, and it wasn't working. The other one, the wife the was wanting, wanting it from sex. the husband. And then he cheated. Yeah. And still in both situations, the man cheated. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, I definitely feel like that is dangerous because uh, you're already saying, should I just stay and be unhappy? And, and staying in, like, I, we talked about this a little in one of the other podcasts, but there's I don't think there's any situation where you just stay unhappy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to settle for staying in this marriage and being unhappy. I feel like you should always be working towards Toward. your happiness. Melissa and I went through w- rough spells. But I don't think any of us has ever conceded. I'm just going to stay and be unhappy. Right. You're going to voice your concerns. You're going to suggest counseling. You're going to take counseling. You're going to do vacation. Whatever you're going to do. But I feel like just saying I'm going to stay in this unhappy place is, you know. Not healthy. It's not healthy. You know what I mean? And that's not saying you should get divorced. Right. It's saying that this situation is making me unhappy. This needs to be changed. Absolutely. So that we can both be be happy. And then I feel like you can... um move forward so i hope that was clear i hope so uh to everybody okay so the last part um sir no he's trying to drink my water (laughs) um the last part we just want to do a fun little hypothetical question and the question is we found this on facebook for one of the our friends we went to college with if you find out and have proof uh that your friend is being cheated on would you tell them before we answer Send us questions, topics, and all that, dear Kevin List, to kevonstage at gmail.com if you want us to talk about it on the show. Hypothetical questions, topics, and uh, not hypothetical questions. What's the opposite of a hypothetical question? Real life. A real life question, like <laughs> like the ones that we answer on the show. They're very uh, important to us in, in doing the show. So, let's answer. If you found out and have proof your friend is being cheated on, would you tell them? 
Am I going first? Yes. Absolutely. 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 The reason why is because my loyalty lies with my friend. And if I have proof, I am coming to you with that information. I mean, of course, I'm going to like, it'll be difficult. You know, it'll be a difficult, like, I got to go tell her that, you know, I mean, it's not going to be an easy thing. But I do feel like I would owe that to my friend. I recognize that I would probably be putting our friendship on the line because it always seems like the messenger is the person who winds up being the bad guy in this situation and not the person who is actually doing the cheating. But um, I would hate for my friend to find out that I knew. And I didn't say anything. Now, what if there's a situation where you, they're both your friend? Like what? Oh, when like the, the cheater and, and the cheaty, they're both your friends equally. Then maybe, I don't know. Kev. Maybe you go to the cheater and say, I'm going to need you to get your life together. That's what's happened to me before. Um, I've, t- I've had a friend. Well, the first part has happened to me before. A friend of my, actually, it was my friend was cheating, was trying to cheat on his wife. And the person he was trying to cheat with was also a friend of mine. And he didn't know this. So person X was cheating on his wife with person Z. Person X was my friend. I need names. Okay, so I can't Q- give you. Okay, okay. Sister Cucumber. No, brother uh, Tim's was cheating on his wife, Sister Tim's. Okay. But brother Tim's was trying to cheat with Sister Sasha. Brother Tim's didn't know that I also was friends with Sister Sasha. Oh, got it. Okay. So Sister Sasha oh, told me. Oh, I know. Okay. I'm with you. Yeah. And I know the circumstance. Yes. All the way together. Yeah. <laughs> so Sister Sasha was like, yeah. hey, I know that dude is married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need okay, to talk to your boy. Yeah. So I told him. I was just like, look. And you were the friends with his wife. Yeah. I wasn't friends no. with his wife. Was I friends, good friends with her Not at the good, time? good, but yeah, you yeah, became yeah. friends over yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, But um, I don't think you were good enough friends to tell her at the time. But I told him, I said, look, man, uh, you need to get your life together. I, yeah, I don't you don't need to know how I know this. But if it comes to me that you ever, you know, are in this you know situation where you're hitting on this person again, I will tell your wife for yeah. you. And he apologized, repented, went to the altar that Sunday, cried, snotted, laid on the ground, rolled around, got covered up with a sheet, <laughs> took the sheet off because he said, I'm a man. He did it all. <laughs> but um but uh yeah so now i'll answer but he didn't cheat he didn't cheat he was soliciting cheating yeah but he didn't actually cheat um so yes but at the same time um if and even if my friend was trying to step on his wife mm-hmm. i tell my friend but if you if, if 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 one of my friends is being cheated on i absolutely tell them because i would expect if if you cheat on me and 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 aunt or jay like catches you and they don't tell me what what is where's our friendship? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, even though Ant was your friend first, he's my friend more now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. You would expect that you would respect my our friendship and our relationship, and be like, "Hey, man, you know." Because here's why I think people are afraid. They're afraid of you getting mad, yeah. not believing it, and then being mad at That's you. It, right. But what's worse? I feel like it's worse for you to find out that your wife cheated and that everybody and I knew than for me to not know. And then your wife cheats on you and I knew, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Did I say the same thing twice? You did, but we got your point. Okay, good. So I'd rather you be mad at me for the truth than be mad at me for letting the truth happen. And you knew I knew it because I feel like uh, you would be upset with me. 
you would definitely be upset with me. <laughs> we had technical difficulties, so I hope that came across good. So that brings us to the end of this Love Hour Love Cast. This was fun. This was fun. This was fun. This is something fun. So again, don't be in the comments talking about we want this to be a video. This is just an audio podcast yes. that we place on YouTube because my audience is strongest there. Eventually, you may not even put it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I, I think eventually it'll just be the podcast. But while we introduce it now, I want you guys to know about it. And we'll put the newest episodes will always be on iTunes. So if you go to iTunes now, the link is in the description of this YouTube video you're watching. Or if you're listening to the podcast, you're already ahead of the game. Um, but there always will be an up-to-date, quicker version by the time you're listening to this that's already on the podcast so download the reason we do this so you can download this listen to it while you're at work listen to it while you're driving in the car Mm -hmm. while you're cleaning your house and you don't have to sit and be tied to the computer looking at a video looking at a video that's the that's the benefit of having a podcast and we may do some video ones but that will be a video podcast few and far between yeah this is an audio podcast. Check it. And if you're not hip to podcasts, they are my new entertainment obsession. Me too. Um, I have a job where I sit at a computer all day and we're allowed to listen to um, our, our headphones. And so before I was listening to Pandora, but there's only so much music you listen to before you just kind of get tired of it. I'd much rather listen to um, like talk radio, but our Wi-Fi at my job kind of sucks. So anyway, I've been listening to um, podcasts and they're... Some of them are just hysterical. I got hooked on Serial. There's some marriage and relationship ones I've been listening to lately. Um, so definitely, if you're listening to this via YouTube, definitely check out podcasts and see what you like. Stay tuned with us, but or yes. stay connected. With Let us, us be part of your yes. your podcasting because I I do the same. Like I spend more than likely two hours in my car every day, about an hour going to work and about an hour coming, at least an hour and a half. And for me, it's better to listen to... I listen to a lot of sports podcasts. I listen to Bill Simmons, and I listen to PTI, and, you know, that's what I like. I did listen to Serial. Um, I listened to a couple others, but for me, it's much better, because I have Pandora. I have Pandora 1, mm-hmm. and I have a lot of, you know, music on my phone, too, but after a while, it's the same. Yeah, it's the same. You know, so sometimes I just want something else to spend an hour doing, because I know I got a lot of hours in the car. Yeah. So, so definitely check them out. Check them out. Let us be one of your podcasts. It's all the rage mm-hmm. nowadays. All the rage. It's all the rage. This is Kev on stage. That's me out. Ken, <laughs> a.k.a. Kevin Fredericks with my baby's mother, Melissa Fredericks, Miss Kev on stage. And we will see you next week on the Love Hour Lovecast. The Love Hour Lovecast. Grace and peace be unto you. What? Till we meet again. Bye.